0: expressed on acb radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the american council of the blind its elected officials or its staff
1: hi hi holly it's cheryl and we're here with holly turry who is hosting today and that is she's running the board taking calls uh, hands raised and um making sure people are muted. She's, uh, how you doing Holly?
0: I'm super. And I'm not running the board. That's, that's Darrow's job. I'm just, Oh,
1: Daryl's running the, okay. Well it's hard to explain to people who aren't used to it. What you do, oh. what do you do?
0: Oh. I do, I think you have a great day. That's oh, my job. I do whatever you, you do. want me to do.
1: You yeah. do it. I love it. She says, hi darling. <laughs> So, uh, (laughs) all right. And Daryl is running the radio here for us today. So, Mm -hmm. Um, go ahead. No, Go go ahead. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I put on a holiday sweater today. You know, I was thinking about, before we get started, about these. People who call them ugly sweaters now. I think a designer came up with that just so that the designer could all of a sudden make a lot of money on what they call ugly sweaters, you know. And so now everybody gets paranoid wearing a sweater, a holiday. Well, I'm wearing it around the house. But I'd even a friend of mine gave it to me and I got it to wear at the nursing home, which I can't do right now. I take my uh, retired guide dog to the nursing home, and we visit people. And this one has lights on it that light up. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's got it's got a, a reindeer with antlers, and there's lights on it. And when I turn it on, it it goes different colors, and it it's pretty funny. You know, it's like oh, that's pretty neat. These little it's only one, three, four. Four lights for oh there's six, but you know, that's that's fun and people like that. It's brighten someone's day, right? Yeah.
0: I wear my ugly Christmas sweaters to church. I don't think they're ugly, I think they're adorable. Yeah.
1: I think they're fun, yeah. I like my I got another one from a friend. It looks like a ginger the the sweater is brown like a gingerbread man, like a gingerbread right? girl. And so I think, oh, that'd be fun. You know, like, especially, you know, kids love them. And um, the uh, residents at the nursing home love them. And it makes me feel fun and festive. So I thought I would feel fun and festive and, and uh, would talk about uh, some um, holiday writing today and how some people write Christmas cards and not just writing your name. I I don't know about you, but I always had to write a note inside. When I mm-hmm. um, then, as my vision got worse, I I didn't do them as much, and I, I just wasn't into doing the ones where you have uh, get them made and just put my name on them. I just always felt like I wanted to send a note, so um, you know, or I call someone. But I still send out some cards with a note in it, but I don't do as many as I used to because. I don't want to sound like lazy, but it is, it's a lot of work. And otherwise I'd be typing different letters all the time rather than putting in the same letter. And, and I think we, you know, we mentioned that a little too, that some people write holiday letters. How do you guys feel about holiday letters? And this is an interactive group today. So feel free to raise your hand, check in with us and talk to us. Um,
0: how do you feel about newsletters or what do you do? i can if they're not going to talk i'll talk um i think okay. they are silly <laughs> mm-hmm. i think <laughs> go for it tell me what i do think, you think if you i think if you want to if you if you don't if you don't care enough about me to write me a personal note number mm-hmm. you have two choices number one don't send me a christmas card and number two just sign your name Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because everybody yeah. wants to know something different. I mean, I'm not going to sit and write to my um, friends who hate dogs about how wonderful my guide dog is. It's not, you know.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 I did put a couple letters into some of the a couple cards I sent over. I did 75 cards for the nursing home. And um, I, there was three of them and I put personal letters in and of course I typed them because that's the easiest way to do them. Uh, and they're legible, but you know, being blind, um, but they were each different personal, you know, had a little personal touch to each one. And, and, um, yeah, I feel the same way. I, it's a mixed cause I, I, I know a lot of people believe in them, and, and some people enjoy them, but for me, I you know, I have mixed feelings about them, too. If I don't hear from someone, and then I'm hearing about all this stuff going on, I don't even know these people. I don't know what they're talking about. I have no clue, and I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. So. That's me. Now, somebody I grew up with is me. It depends on the relationship I have with that person, but yeah, if it's not it's not personalized at all. Mm.
0: Uh, same with Can some of the a, yeah. Go ahead. What do you guys think about the braille cards that you get, like at Hallmark and that and the, the and um other places? Like they send out the braille cards that uh, like National Braille Press and stuff. What do y'all think about those?
1: Well, for me, I buy them. I've gotten them from Hadley. I think I don't remember where I've gotten them, and I've ordered some uh, because I what I will do is I will use them to send to kids to school mm-hmm. or people who are sighted to let them know because I don't send them to you know car, I, You know, this is. I have more blind friends now with this community of, of beautiful people, as we call it, a village. I, um, that, But I like them to introduce students, children, people to Braille. That's what I use them for.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What about you? I send them uh, to, um, well, I don't, like I said, I don't send Christmas cards, but I like to get them. And, I, and a yeah. lot of my sighted friends will send them to me.
1: That's very thoughtful.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. Hey, and the other thing is, when you kids were little, you ladies—not uh, you, boss—because mm-hmm. you were, because you were—you um, weren't blind when you were little. Like Allie, did you did you learn how to make uh, like Christmas trees and candles and stuff with the braille writer? Um, not so much. Um, but I do have a comment on the uh, Christmas
1: letter
2: thing. Go okay. ahead. Okay.
1: I can I give you another perspective on the Christmas letter thing, Cheryl? Please please do. We love perspectives.
2: So, I know you made a comment earlier about and I hope it's okay to share. Um,
1: it's okay.
2: About um how, you know, you don't hear from somebody all year and then all of a sudden you get a letter about, you know, how their year was and all that. Hmm. Um, and you said that if you don't hear from them all year, it's kind of like, well, why I care, right? Um, my thought was, well, sometimes people send out, you know, letters of how their year went, you know, that because they want people to know, you know, maybe they are busy and, and don't have, you know, all the time. And, and, you know, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to know how their year went. Like, I'd rather yeah. know and stay connected that way than, like, not at all.
1: And, and don't be hesitant. It's fine because I, like I said, I have mixed feelings. It depends on the person I've received it from. Um, I think you know, with with certain people in my life, I love hearing what's going on in their life. But then others, it, it depends on who it's from. But and again, here I am, the receiver, being you know judging that, and it's a. <laughs> Uh, somebody could be judging my note that I just like I said I sent out. Some of them I send letters to that, and they're personal letters, and maybe they, you know, feel differently too. I don't know, but I hear you on it. Yeah, and it's, if anything, you know what? It's great to get a letter. It's great to get a note. Sometimes people, some people, don't even get a card. So yes, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you, Ali. You can share your your opinion anytime. Do not hesitate. That's what this is about. It's about sharing our opinions. How do you do a Christmas card with a braille writer? How do you do a Christmas tree with a braille writer?
0: Oh, How that's do you do simple. That? You take a piece of paper and you fold it in half, and you put it in the braille writer, and uh-huh. you um, so that the half the folds at the top, and you bring it up towards the top, and then you go in the center of the line, and you do one. Full braille swell. Then you go down to the next line and do three, and then do five, and then do seven, and then do nine, and line it up always in the middle, and it makes a Christmas tree. Oh, and then you do three, lo- three <laughs> fo, three, three all three for you know all six at the bottom for the trunk.
1: Ah, oh, so then when you when you take it out and you open it up, you have a Christmas tree.
0: Right, mm-hmm. it's on the on the front of the card. It's a Christmas tree. Yeah,
1: that is really neat. So. <sighs> You would have to, but if you hold on now. Oh, so no, wait. I'm not catching it because I'm thinking you're thinking how, of the, how would it, I'm thinking you're 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 typing on the fold, but no, you're, you're not typing
0: below the fold.
1: Oh, got it. Okay, so then you're stuck. you got it. So it goes. It's centered, and then you just do the tree like that. Okay, yeah. I I got it now. Yeah, mm-hmm, I got it. It just took me a minute to to realize what you're now your braille writer though is is that is that electronic <laughs> they used no to you talk, you're talking about a regular
0: brailler right right or are you mm-hmm. talking, the braille? Not. yeah
1: yeah so when you put that in the center that's not like a margin that'll start out like a that'll you just line the carriage
0: return up in the, the the carriage return in the center and then you can just move it back and forth as you go down to the next line at the next line can, other, can uh-huh. one of you other ladies help me? I'm not, a, I guess I didn't explain yeah. it. Yeah. But is the paper folded, like, are you typing
1: from the fold out so then you unfold it and then there's a tree? Or does it automatically make a tree just on just by doing what you're doing? On the front of it, yeah. Okay, here I am, Holly.
2: Actually, okay. we had a class um, taught by Minha in the crafters group, and, and she showed us how to make Christmas trees, candy canes, and... Um, candles, candles, yeah. And um, the way the she piana? did it, yes, the way okay. she did it was to fold the braille paper in half, um putting the sh- the short sides of the paper together, then opening it out, and you have the crease that shows you where the front of the the picture would be. So. Mm-hmm. Then the, the other half, you could put it in um, back, you know, reverse the paper and write on the other half if you wanted to include a, a Braille message. Yes. Yeah. And when I do one of these cards for my grandchildren, I usually make sure I enclose an, an alphabet card so that they can can read the message that I put oh, smart. on the inside. Mm-hmm. And um, – Men has done um, pumpkins and when it, um something else. I'm trying to think. Um, anyway, there are books that you can you can get that um, have all kinds of things. I've seen bunny rabbits. I've seen all kinds of different shapes and stuff. It's just and it's not always using the the full cell. Uh, Min's tree used. Um, AR signs and WH signs and stuff like that to give it more Mm -hmm. um, shape than, Mm -hmm. Ah. than, than just like cubed. Um, Uh And so, yeah, those are, those are fun to do. And um, I think they're appreciated by, by family members or friends that, that uh, understand about Braille, because you can tell the shape of it, You, you know, even visually, even though it's the same color as the back of the paper. Hmm. Um, so anyway, you um, what she did was she had us move over past the fold mark onto the right hand side mm-hmm. to do the drawing. And then you take it out. If you want to add a braille message, turn it over and then again, go to the right side, which would be the the uh, the inside mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. the picture is folded, closed.
1: Oh, got it. Okay. So,
2: yeah, that was one of the things. Um, we also did some some tactile cards with um, Haley Eggers um, did some where she, um, if you wanted to participate, she sent you the pieces and you assembled it. So um, she calls it paper craft. And we did some um, um, thank you cards. We did some um, Christmas things. This last time we did a, a little... Um, folded note card that you could put a gift card in and the outside um was she said she bought them as a pad and you mm-hmm. just in a crafting store and you just um used a, a device to crease it to, to make all the folds and um so we assembled those and and um the little the little outer envelope looked like Santa's clothes, and um, there was a little black belt strip that went around the middle to hold it closed.
0: Now that is really clever. Oh, yeah. yeah, so
2: she does. Yeah. Um, she does her own cards, and she cuts out different shapes with um, different kinds of presses. Mm-hmm. Um, and and assembles them so we've done the thank you card we did which had um bees flying and a honeycomb on it and the other one had butterflies on it i think and all of them were were cut out and um she put like a double-sided tape on the back so that we would know um you know where and she would describe where. She was putting them on her card while we made our card however we wanted. Mm-hmm. And she printed a little uh you know, the little saying of of whatever um mm-hmm. on a on a little card that, that you know got glued into the inside of the of the card and it had scalloped edges and she described you know which way we should orient them. So we did those cards, and I guess some blind people do make their own cards. They they buy the different uh, die cuts mm-hmm. and machinery to cut out tactile things mm-hmm. and then well, think, put yeah, them together. And yeah, sometimes you she said, you, mm-hmm. yeah, and she said sometimes you just buy stickers mm-hmm. and, you know, put them together in, in different mm-hmm. ways, stickers of, of animals and butterflies and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one of the things that, that we did do in the crafting group. Um, I often write poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a writer, so um, my favorite um, poetry technique is to write a postcard poem, and that's mm-hmm. a five-line poem, and the first line is your addressee. The second two lines is the the thing you want to convey, um, and then you, you have, you know, your closing in the last two lines. So, mm-hmm. um, I'd have to hunt one up for you um but um and so i'd have to mute and go look through my computer to find one for you but are you
0: talking about as a poor example like the kind i used to do when i was a preschooler i'm writing you to say as a first or second grader i'm writing you to say merry merry christmas day
2: yeah something like that it's it's like that um Mm -hmm. it's just five-line poem um that that It doesn't have to rhyme. It just has to um, convey the message you want. Like A friend of mine sent one to her mom that said something about that she bought her for her birthday some basil rosemary uh, bath salts, but she was feeling very depressed one day, so she used them up. (laughs) Be sorry. (laughs) A little, you know, this is what you're getting, a little poem about how I used the bath salts when I was really down. You didn't get a a mail to you for your birthday. (laughs) And, you know, so that's the kind of thing I do. And you can send it in an email. You can even, um, you know, go find a graphic that you, um, like, I've written a poem about what my guide dog thinks of Christmas. And I found a graphic that was a candy cane and I put it next, you know, next to the the, the typescript, And um, so that's how I do things. I Because I'm a writer, it makes sense to write.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what, that's what I wanted to know, like how people are using their writing, you know, what are you doing and, and creating the poem, uh, different ways to share writing with family members, with friends, and it's it's, it's always, appreciated.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just what I do, um, mm-hmm. because I, mm-hmm. I often use poetry as a way of dealing with the things that are running around in circles in my head, and sometimes mm-hmm. they are things that are annoying me, and sometimes they are things that are happy. You know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but there's something that is sticking in my head. So sometimes I'll write a poem when I'm walking down the street, you know, about the experience of walking down the street with my guide dog. And are you um, recording that when you're doing that or you're just no, remembering No, I'm just remembering it. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And I work it out in my head. Like mm-hmm. I, I had a 16-block walk from where my gift shop was in Colorado mm-hmm. Springs. And I wrote a poem called Dancer's about the experience of walking down a street with a guide dog, but I'm describing Mm -hmm. it as as we're cloud dancers, you and I, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm.
2: you lead and I follow um, kind of thing. And about, um, you know, um, being, uh, going on an updraft, you know, like walking uphill and sliding down the downdraft and um, sidestepping a gaggle of migrating geese, which actually were tourists that were walking, <laughs> and uh, uh, pausing to let a, a thunderhead roll by, which was a city bus, mm-hmm. and, you know, and getting there, you know, to the place I needed to go, because um, mm-hmm. it was a 16-block walk, and just how it felt, like, you know, walking up over a slope and down the other side, and, and you know, going around some tourists and you know pausing at an intersection because i didn't have the light and the traffic was moving and you know but all doing Mm -hmm. it in a kind of a lyrical way yeah yeah so that's the kind of thing i do and for birthdays for for mother's day father's day i've written a lot of poems um as a, as a kind of, of gift because you don't have to worry about stamps. You just yeah, yeah. send it to the recipient. And yeah. my stepfather, who's married my mother when I was an adult, um, I wrote him a Father's Day poem. And my mother told me that he printed it off his computer and stuck it in the, in the frame of his mirror
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. so,
2: so he could see it. Yeah. Uh, about, you know, what it means to be a father
1: yeah
2: and um you know uh so that's you know that i think makes it more of a gift than a commercial card although i did get one um card that had a a braille statement on the inside but it was a um just a plain printed card so i didn't know what the picture was Mm -hmm. um so I like the hallmark ones, hallmark ones, because they pick very simple designs and and emboss the picture.
1: Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen um, seen a, with the hallmark ones. That's, that's yeah. They mm-hmm. yeah, they have birthday and and different
2: occasion mm-hmm. cards, and not every store carries them. But you know, mm-hmm. um, and of course, cards in a card shop are expensive. They're you know two dollars, two fifty mm-hmm. in that range. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and you know, I gave a friend uh, one year. I, it just came to me writing a poem to her, and I gave her a little gift, and then inside I put it in an envelope her this poem, and and that was one of the most cherished gifts she'd ever got. And she said, and she mentioned it so many times throughout her life, and uh, you know, and I'm glad I gave her that gift because. You know, again, some people appreciate that. some don't. It, some, you know, it, it, it depends on the receiver. I think most people would appreciate
2: it if yeah. they know it's especially a special one, for one. them yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's written yeah. for them rather than something that's commercially picked off of a rack because it made you right. laugh
0: or right, right.
1: Or just when, something uh, general.
0: Mm-hmm. When my dog when my dog turns six, her puppy raiser, wrote to a woman that she got offline out here in Washington state. She lives down in California and she made me a car. This woman makes braille car- makes cards that are tactile cards. And it has mm-hmm. a leash and a dog paws and a dog bowl, mm-hmm. and a little dog house, all kind and um, a harness, all these things on mm-hmm. it. And then she brailed the, what she told her to put on the front. And then the, what my, her, my um puppy raisers made a she made wrote a poem and put it on the inside and i love it i've i've nice. I, I carried it to church and i made them all look at it in sunday school i'm sure they were just thrilled to pieces but
2: <laughs> i think most people do appreciate the thought that goes into it yeah of course you know you usually send these to, to like family members or people that you know um um, because, like my mother saves everything I ever wrote in my life, you know? <laughs> you know, just because I'm her daughter and she thinks I'm yeah. amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you lose me. Are you guys there?
0: Yeah, we're right here. Are y'all? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> hey, I, I was know. All of a sudden, we, we had quiet a- air. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> we have a we have a person have here. We have a person here that I don't know who they are. Um, call in user one. Could okay. you come out and identify yourself, please? You're on a phone, so it's star six to unmute yourself. You're on a landline phone, so it's star six to unmute yourself. Let's see. Hmm. Call in user one. Interesting. I've seen that person before, and I've never gotten them to talk, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe they're being deciding to be quiet. Yes. could be a couple of different yeah. ones. It just means somebody called in from uh, a blocked
0: phone number. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well. Yeah, if they have a smartphone, it's it's a, it's, yeah. it's a, the
2: lower yeah. right-hand <laughs> corner is a more button. If you tap on that twice, then you swipe up, you'll find a raise hand button. That's that's like if you want to talk and if you just mm,
0: decide no, to jump in says, like like Holly and uh-huh. I've done yeah, do it's it actually is a telephone. It says telephone. It's, so, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's when it doesn't come up a lot of times when it's a call and somebody calls in. So that's mm-hmm. okay. Somebody wants to be quiet. And that's all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right. So um, other ways that people can do their writing. Some people um, can write stories about their family. And the thing to remember This time of year, when people are together and family, and they may not, this year you might be different and you might be on Zoom, but it's a great opportunity to learn stories. There was something I recently heard that I just love, that when an older person dies, we lose an entire library. Isn't that powerful? It's like you have a library of information that mm-hmm. people have have experienced and lived through, and even if they never went out of their own town, they have experienced. We don't even know what they've experienced, and and I realized that through this recent memoir I wrote with this with Denise, who just turned ninety five. I never knew that the empire state building was hit by a a plane that a plane hit the empire state building and at the end of world war ii a uh, bomber plane was coming i think it was heading it was either coming from massachusetts or heading to massachusetts and it was very very foggy that day and there were three people in the plane and the plane got too close to the empire state building and hit hit the building caught on fire i think a couple floors got damaged and you know it was a big deal of course back then they didn't have internet or anything denise happened to be on the train reading gone with the wind and she looked (laughs) up and people were yelling that uh that plane is going to hit the the empire state building of course the train had to keep going and she didn't know about it because Again, it's not like today where we have instant information. And the next day, that was the headlines about a, a plane hitting the Empire State Building. So, yeah, I didn't know that. So it's I, just an
0: interesting. Go ahead. I remember reading that because hearing that back when 9-11 happened, my dad said, well, you know, the Empire you know the, the Empire State Building was hit by a plane. Well, I didn't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and looked it up. And he, what a yeah. surprise. He was right. <laughs> Yeah, I've decided, Holly, if we ever do, uh,
1: if I ever get on a team and there's a history, history question, you're going to either be my plus one that I call, or I definitely want to be on your team because you're
0: so, <laughs> yeah, gee, when you talk about geography, it's amazing. I'm always amazed at how much you know. Well, it's I just, you know. I have a weird brain. Now don't ask me like cars, you know, the, the Honda two eighty Z or whatever. I don't remember that stuff. Wait, did you? And Jim get so frustrated. Do you remember what color, what car my brother had back in nineteen eighty five? No. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Um, so, and uh, so, um, I'm not the host. I'm not the host. Right, but you are the
1: host. You are the host. I'm, I mean, the, facilitator. I'm not the
0: Facilitator. Yeah. But see, I think we do really well
1: together, so thank you. Anyway, anybody got raised hands or we'll just keep on? No talking. hand raised. Okay. I wish, but I wish, they, I wish they'd talk because I'm sure they have
0: interesting
1: yeah. things to say. I know. So come on the line. Come on and talk with us. That's what this is about. It's not real instructional today. I didn't have anyone to interview. This was supposed to be for us, for you to talk with me about what do you do? How do you do it? The, you know, there's easy. Uh, I have done. um A family, but I started in college, and one of these days I'll get. If you know, I don't think it'll ever be finished because as long as I'm alive, there'll always be things. But I remember which photos were put with with each poem, and I took a uh, book, and it's called Family, and there's a picture of of me when I'm little or different ages with different family members, and then I wrote a poem about each family member. And, and how they were in my life at that time, how they influenced my life. And it makes me realize as I'm saying that now, there's more, more I could add, you know, to yeah. each of those because more, you know, how many more years have passed and other memories have come along. With my son, there's several different pages from different parts of his life and, and our experiences together. So that's a way, it just, it's about triggering memories finding a way to to uh what to, you know like right now around the holidays what was a special memory you have with a family member or a friend that you might want to share with that person what that's
0: the way you go ahead one time a several years ago a friend of mine instead of sending me a christmas card she made a timeline of all the stuff that we did and and wrote. <laughs> a little blurb but you know with the date and then you know then the next one and the next one and then at the end there were ones that she made me guess at
1: oh that's fun that's fun mm-hmm. i love fun things and and when when Deanna was talking about the writing with her dog i love to do fun things like that and think of a you know what my dog would be saying or what the this animal would be saying or even if I could put words in, in another person's mouth, what, you know, if you look at their expression or think of their expression, um, you know, just the, being able to have fun with that. My one friend says I should have, com- you know, comic strip or something. Cause mm-hmm. I just had so mu- I have so much fun with it, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, it's, that's the whole thing is if writing is part of who you are, Why wouldn't you want to include it in your everyday life? Um, I found my my husband's postcard poem. I wrote it for him as a Valentine's um, gift. And it starts, My solid rock and safe place, I don't think I have ever told you. When I bruise my wings fighting dragons, uh, that your love is my haven. Thank you for picking up my pieces. So it's just five lines. They didn't rhyme. They were just my thoughts mm-hmm. broken mm-hmm. In, into segments. Yeah. And it would fit on five lines, which is, the idea is that it would fit on the back of a postcard. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Get that little bit of room. Yeah. And that's what I'm, I'm going to, the January, the next time we meet in January, the challenge is to write a story in four lines of dialogue only to be able to tell the story in four lines of dialogue. So Ooh. that's, that's, <laughs> and I thought that'd be a fun challenge, you know, trying to do that. I had one, I wrote one time, tell a story in five words. And that was really neat how some people, you know, my, I put it out to family on Facebook, and it was really neat to see what he, what they came up with. You know, so there's way you know it, it it makes us really think and use our creativity when we do something like that. The other way to share our words and our writing is through audio. Um, I have a friend who, this was years ago when we were using cassette tapes, and she, I had suggested to her about getting some books, you know, get a book from the library and write and do a recording of those books. And she said that now, you know, they're still special to her grandchildren and she would get the books and put it on cassette and, and how, how special it is that they're always going to have her voice reading a book.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See, there's an idea you can do for grandchildren, for children. And, yeah, I just think it's a way for us to tell a story, or those of us that there's many, and of course we know in our community, beautiful voices can sing. Any of that, putting that on a on a recording, and even now you can just send it through email um, to be able to share that with others. Yeah, some people might like drawing. You know, um, if those that are sighted, I appreciate the tactile when someone has that. Or, or now, even with markers, I have a difficult time even reading markers anymore. I have one friend who will t- has taken black paper and she uses the white out Or now she said white nail polish will, is even easier to work with. But um, she would write out make it easy for me to read you know she was always doing things has always done things that would be creative and under she understood what you know i'm very fortunate that there's a couple friends who would who've always who've tried to i don't read braille but to find ways that i could enjoy the cards whether it's a music card or or writing on the black paper and sometimes she's even cut each word up so I have a puzzle to put together and that's really neat too um you can put like a even happy birthday just cutting up each letter on separately and sending that for someone to put their puzzle together and let's see oh and the other one is about a book if you wanted to write a story write a short story write a story it doesn't have to be long or even now if you start now and you want to write for next year and you only want to do a few books office max staples a lot of them i have only done it through office max i don't know how the others do do it but inexpensively you can get a book uh, printed, whether it be black and white or color, and then um, and and you can and they what it is it's it's called saddle stitch and that means it's stapled, but they come out really great and they're inexpensive. So yeah, that's another way you can share a book. Yeah, I've done that with. Um,
2: I wrote a, a an account of my Peace Corps experience and gave it to my family.
1: Yeah yeah and did you do a color uh cover or black and white when you did that with oh, them? just did black and white? It was just yeah, a yeah a
2: chronicle of of you know what happened yeah. in that two and a half years I was away
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and and you were able to uh did you do the card stock on the cover or just uh-huh, just yeah do it all in paper yeah, yeah yeah
2: i I wasn't trying to to make anything that was worthy of publication. it was just no um, yeah, it was just
1: something that you did, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, Sometimes, as I said, I write because I need to do something with the thoughts in my head. So this is one I wrote about um, (laughs) the the new normal. Um, I was trying to think, what will I miss when this is past? Because Mm. we get so hung up on what we don't have. That we forget all the things that we do have. So I was trying to work with my sense of frustration and depression of being on my own. So I wrote, there are red and gold tulips in profusion, in bloom. I planted them last fall. They glory in the sunshine, joining the birds in their peon to spring. My friends and family reach out across the miles that lie between us, sending love and laughter to warm my solitude. Physical distance doesn't have to mean social isolation. I walk along empty streets in early morning. The air is clean of pollution, both that of traffic noise and exhaust fumes. I don't have to rush through tasks. I can take the time to savor a cup of cinnamon tea and a book by a new favorite author. I have what I need. My home, my husband, my dog. My close friends offer to help should I need anything else. I don't have to face life alone. My God and my dog walk with me. I feel the sun on my face. I know the caress of the breeze. So that was just, you know, a thought poem that I wrote for myself to get my my head back in a centered space.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. And Deanna, how do you how do you keep your um what do you use or which program do you use to first write with and then number two keeping your files organized in um i use a um a computer with jaws
2: and when i'm writing a rough draft because then i can cut and paste and move things around and see where they fit better because a lot Mm of my writing is just whatever's coming you know out of my head, right. And then when I get it refined, um, I sort, I s- save it in a writing file, and I have different uh, folders in that file, like articles, essays, mm-hmm. musings, poetry, uh, mm-hmm. stories. And then I have whole books in separate mm-hmm. folders by their title.
1: And when so I now was, you use Word, right? You use Office uh-huh. or Word? Okay, and then yeah. do you use um, do you put them on a flash drive or do you use Google or Dropbox?
2: I use Dropbox, but I have okay. a a writing working file on my computer. Yeah, or I yeah. before I save it to Dropbox, it's just right. where where I'm still playing with it. I'm not sending it out anywhere. I'm not sharing okay. it yet. I'm just. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind it's of good like to my have it backed up heap. in a couple, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's good to have it backed up in a couple of places, yeah, yeah, just in, just in case, yeah. So. I do have, um, I
2: have to, to, to redo them, but I, I do have mm-hmm. a writing, a copy of my writing file on my thumb drive that I can, um, on an HD card that's in my note taker, um. Uh-huh. And what I was reading from there was the braille display attached to my computer. Okay. Because it's easier for me to do it that way. But in one of my writing groups, um, the Writers Party Line, we have a monthly um, reading workshop where we practice reading what we've written. And people who don't have braille, what they do is they will try to share poetry or something relatively short. And they will be listening over an earphone Mm. and then saying the line. And the more you practice, the smoother that gets.
1: Mm. Yeah. I find actually using, if I was to do that, and that's called, what is your, what is that called? It's a reader,
2: reader's workshop where we practice presentation.
1: Oh, cool. I like that. Yeah. I'd be interested. And the, um, what I do is uh, what I like is the v- iPad. It does even better than the phone iPhone. I don't know why, but the voices and the inflection do a great job at reading. So when I'm, if i use it 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 works well i listen to kindle books all the time on my ipad because i love the you know i'd rather Mm -hmm. listen to that sometimes more than i would a narrator on an (laughs) audiobook that they're doing that good so i haven't tried it on the alexa device yet to see how that sounds i don't like it on the kindle fire but it's you know different ways of because I'm not a braille reader. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I read basic braille. And, uh, but I, well, I, I you, know. you know, that's what I call survival braille. You can, you <laughs> can push
2: the right button on the elevator. You can write yeah, yeah, down right. uh, yeah. a phone number or, a, um, yeah. you know, make a notation on a calendar or My whatever.
1: Spices and things like that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Play cards. That's what, that's what motivated me. I haven't tried playing cards yet, but I would love, uh, that's something I want to try and do at some point, but because I miss playing cards. Yeah. But how, like if you play cards though, how yeah. do you know what other people, you have to remember what other people lay down because you can't really see, keep being reminded of what's down there. Yeah. yeah it, it's so. good memory training. Because it's you, a challenge, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, because
2: yeah. we we depend so much on uh technology, we're for, yeah. I used to be able to rattle off about 40 people's different phone numbers. And yes. now right? because it's yeah. all on my phone, when oh, I no. got <laughs> when I changed my phone number, I had to write the, the phone number in Braille and stick it to the back yeah. of my phone for a while yeah. because uh-huh.
1: I couldn't remember to give yeah. them yeah. you know my new it's phone, true phone number. I, I, yeah i will yeah i'll use my house phone just so i make sure i'm using i'm putting phone numbers in every once in a while to help me remember certain people's phone numbers because god forbid i'm out sometime and i lose a i don't have my phone with me what if i need to call somebody you know yeah <laughs>
0: excuse me just a second ladies it's 10 46
1: Thank you.
2: <laughs> well, Thank you. One of the fun things you can do with your Echo device is you can have it call anybody in your
1: contact list. Yes. and, and I've, Yeah, I haven't tried. Oh, I did try once, and I didn't get a – nobody answered, but, yeah, I did try yeah, that once. But um,
2: then you can have um, hands-free because you're not having to hold on to your phone. I don't know about you, but I find the iPhone – exhausting to hold <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just not ergonomic and my hand
1: gets tired yeah what I've done is um if I get in the habit of putting on now I have it the headset and I can put my phone in my pocket uh, and then I can have the headset on and and talk that way too yeah. that'll help well, but uh, with yeah. my new apple watch I don't always
2: carry my phone around the house anymore like I used to. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can just tap the face
1: of my watch and answer a uh-huh. call. That's very interesting. Yeah, I'd like to learn more about your surveys too. So I know this isn't, you know, the platform for that, but I'd like to learn about how you did that because I know how you shared how you were able to buy your watch, and I think yeah. that's so neat. You know. Well, yeah. I started out
2: answering requests a long time ago for universities. Then mm-hmm. I got onto a group that that um, um, sends you university, um, you know, requests. Because mm-hmm. I I don't mind having helping grad students. Yeah. Looking mm-hmm. for visually impaired people or people mm-hmm. with a disability or whatever, and some mm-hmm. of those paid. And then I started looking for them on SurveyMonkey mm-hmm. because SurveyMonkey is one of the one of the survey yes. providers that's easy to use and gives mm-hmm. you fewer of the, the the problems. So I my biggest one though was was two hundred and fifty dollars as a per uh, person of what did they say. It was, it's for a a white paper that a student in California was doing for America Mm. Walks. Mm. And Mm. so as a. What is America Walks? America Mm. Walks is an organization that's trying to improve the walkability of communities. Oh, because because it's Mm. so So um, oriented to moving traffic that it's almost impossible even for sighted people to get across some intersections or roundabouts or you know so many things Uh are designed to keep the traffic flow moving right and so america walks um does surveys of communities and and lists the 10 most walkable communities and gives awards and um they work with bicycle groups and pedestrian groups and hiking groups and all kinds of different people that that don't think it's abnormal to walk.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And so um, I did an hour long interview with the young lady because she wanted to know about tra- transportation on reservations in in rural areas. You know, like mm. how do the Navajo get to medical care?
0: Mm-hmm. Did,
2: you know, um,
0: things like that. So having oh, you'd find this interesting. I just got to think of this while I'm telling you. The um, Lummi Nation, the Lummi Nation, which is right here in Bellingham, mm-hmm. they uh-huh. are on complete lockdown because of the COVID now.
1: We're mm-hmm.
0: uh-huh. not that strict, but they put them on complete walk lockdown. Wow. I mean, they can go out hmm. in your front yard, but that's about it, from what I understand. Uh-huh.
2: Uh, it's uh-huh. just that, well, I it broke my heart when I saw the um, the the news story about the Koval requesting PPE and being sent body bags.
0: <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no.
2: that's they, terrible. They were asking uh. for, for masks and and hand sanitizer and stuff like that, and that's what they were sent. Yeah,
1: that's mm-hmm. just terrible. Oh, gosh. Oh.
2: Mm. um of course when it hit the newspapers um the people in charge said, oh well that was a mistake mm. oh, you know I'm
0: sure those people were
1: mad that's mm, they're
2: they were more heartbroken than anything else
1: mm.
2: because you know it
0: uh it hits hardest the elders yes yeah mm. My yeah they're 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 I don't know if it's whoever that is in charge of them when the COVID first started at the Lummy's. You are responsible for your elderly parents. Speech on. Speech on. Sorry, that was me (laughs) accidentally. you're responsible for taking care of your elders, if you can't take care of your elders, then you should move off the reservation, basically. I mean, they were nicer than that, but my friend said she has never had to go to the grocery store. She said everybody had, you know, she's gotten more than, you know, it's never happened in her life, but she's gotten so many requests for her to go to the grocery store for her. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah your, it's, mm-hmm.
2: uh, well, it's something that's part of the way we're raised to yes. respect our elders and to cherish yes, well, them be. because they have the living memory. And
1: yes, yes. the
2: younger people have less and less and yes. drift farther and farther because they don't know who they are.
1: No, And that's right. what I was talking about when I said, you know, that when an older person dies, we lose an, an entire library, you know, an entire library of information of their wisdom and, and, you know, their memories, but you know, we, as we know, we become smarter and wiser. Um, I have to no say my son gave me a, Wonderful compliment this morning about how I've taught him communication skills. And and, uh, (laughs) yay, you actually (laughs) listened. With kids, you never know exactly what they hear. Yeah, but you know, like the and that that comes back to writing too is learning to communicate and being careful when we're writing and Mm -hmm. sending out whether it's a text or an email. To really think about it, listen to it, and I don't. I'm guilty. I don't always do it, and I have to make sure <laughs> oh, I listen back because yeah, the series somebody terrible somebody things. Can, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can say it. We can say it very nicely, yet it the person on the other end takes it as if well. with a a sarcastic attitude. And I'm thinking, you know, like they're not read, they're reading it with a different attitude than how I'm sending it. So that's the good thing about smiley face emojis. You know, everything's got a smiley face in there every once in a while. (laughs) Well, (laughs) when I was
2: first teaching myself to use my iPhone, that was my first reaction was not to throw it out the window. It costs too much, Mm. but, Mm. but to write a limerick because I was mad. (laughs) <laughs> so, well, I've devil a merc that says in my smartphone's a dumb blonde named Siri. Her antics can make me feel teary. My humble request, she <laughs> treats as mere jests and keeps me double tap tapping till weary.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, you know she's gotten better because when we used to use dictation, I don't know about you guys, but years ago, she that that dictation would would easily create all of kinds of habit. foul foul words that I didn't even I didn't, that's not I didn't even say that I don't I do have, that yeah I don't <laughs> use that kind of language I, yeah I have learned that dictation works best with a headset um mm-hmm. it's almost perfect the wording uh, so I'm learning that also so when I'm wanting to do some writing and i i interviewed an author shannon van bergen uh, a couple months ago about yeah, you know, last month or end of two september where, where, yeah. are, where are we yeah yeah two months ago and she, and how she does a lot of hers through dictation and i so i've tried it with some things just recently just with a letter to to get, try and get in the habit and with now that still needs to be edited but it, word for word using a headset with the microphone it was word for word exactly what I said came up in dictation and I I thought wow look at that because a lot of times forget it you're lucky if you yeah. <laughs> well, it, right? one of
2: my uh, daughter's <laughs> yeah. friends she works at a veterinary hospital um she was cracking up because she went to text her um Roommate to say that she was going to be late um, for dinner because they had a sick cow, and somehow Siri wrote it down and sent it out as um, "I'm going to be late because I've got to wash towels." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. uh, hey, hey, with, yeah.
0: Hey, are you
1: still with? Um, Allie. Allie, hey, so. are you still with us, Ally? Allie, I think so. Still
0: with us? I am. Tell them, I was, tell them yeah, the we joke got, about the. Tell them we the joke f- about five minutes. So tell us, yeah. No, tell because, me the joke. Tell them the joke about the cow before we go. No, we uh. are being streamed right now. Oh gosh, that's I was, right. Oh, you right. gotta watch it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta watch what it's you're what you guys are saying because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we've been very good. I think we've been very good here. <laughs> we've you been know? very good yeah. today. Yeah, I mean, I will tell you this. later. <laughs> Uh-oh, we did something wrong. Oh, dear. No, no, no. I no, hope no. not. We'll be censored. Oh, you'll tell us the joke later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, whistle, I'll whistle a tune for you if you tell me the joke later, okay? I would hope that uh, Daryl would tell us. If...
0: Thank you, Allie, Darryl... but you've been fine so far. Hey, it wasn't me talking, shut... it was them.
1: <laughs> Daryl would have <laughs> shut us down. He would have said, eh.
2: well, And the, no, I don't because, think they have a hook. Or
1: or a, a buzzer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. We should get a hook like the a gong show.
1: The <laughs> yeah, the but- FCC. <laughs> and there goes the stuff on that. Oh get <laughs> When
0: you're when you're a yeah, ham, radio you'll be the last operator. show ever streamed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my when god! When you're yeah. a ham radio operator. If yeah. you do something really bad the FCC yeah. sends you a pink letter. And I don't know how many times when I first became a ham my husband would tease me and say they're gonna they're sending you a pink letter.
1: Ah, uh, I was <laughs> I was listening in on that last night like, just to kind of understand a little bit better, but I know that's a whole other thing, but you know, and I think as we write and as we talk, we we learn, we learn uh, you know, different things and, and how we structure our writing. And I think, and that's where I want to go in the January group that in meeting that we'll talk about dialogue and how we can be creative with dialogue. So many people, I know I did, I got very stuck in dialogue in the beginning because (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, and then I kept, I had to tell myself, just talk. And now I have the g- most fun writing dialogue. It, I'll sit there and I'll be hysterical laughing as I'm writing, but yeah. it took, it takes time to just start it and to start. Well, start I, writing.
0: I, I, is it okay? It's always girls on these calls. Is it okay if my husband comes? <laughs> yeah it's okay. not always good we, we've been let's see we had a guy a couple guys
1: listening so you know it depends on the call. And i think what i need to do too is put it out there on our facebook um, group to remind yeah. people but um we have a lot going on and i just appreciate this and i'd like to know too what people would like to talk about with writing mm-hmm. what so, they'd like to hear about it and what type of interviews so i can our challenge do challenge yes? is to write a dialogue
2: story in how many lines You said four four. lines four lines four
1: lines lines. so you can so you can share it with us next time even so some people won't know until it's time and then uh you know the week before and now some of you know way ahead of time so you can create a story and it'll be fun to share that with each other too And, and i and i hope that it's inspirational that it inspires people to just take a chance and write. Yeah. You know, we we, we all got a time story. Girly girl. it's yes, time. I know. <laughs> so we all have a story in us. And I I think this was great. It was fun. Thanks for Deanna for joining us and and uh chiming in today. It's been a lot of fun. And uh for everybody who's tuned in on ACB Radio and who's come, we really appreciate it. And uh join us the next time. We won't we'll be here January. 8th, eight? I believe it is. January yes. 8th. Yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. come back again on January 8th and we look forward to seeing all of you. Thanks Make- a lot.